0: This is Made in Montana News on the Treasure State Radio Network. I'm Jay Scott. Montana's governor says he will sign a bill to ban gender-affirming medical care for transgender minors, but wants changes to make it clear that public funds could not be used to pay for surgery or hormone treatments for youngsters diagnosed with gender dysphoria. Governor Greg Gianforte said he had met with transgender youth and adults, understands that their struggles are real, and said his heart goes out to them. However, he wrote, treatments with hormones or surgery should wait until after they are adults, arguing the science around pewter blockers, cross-sex hormones, and surgical procedures, quote, is unsettled and continues to evolve. His proposed amendments would make clear that Medicaid or the state children's health insurance program would not cover puberty blockers, cross-sex hormones, or surgical procedures. The bill goes back to the legislature for its consideration of the proposed amendments. The bill passed on a mostly party-line vote in the Republican-controlled legislature. Lambda Legal, the American Civil Liberties Union, and the ACLU of Montana have all said they will take legal action if the bill becomes law. Multiple medical groups, including the American Medical Association and the American Academy of Pediatrics, endorse gender-affirming care for TGNB youth and have been vocal in their opposition to bills that prevent access. A bill that aims to remedy a law enforcement agreement in Lake County has passed second reading in the state Senate on Tuesday. Thirty-seven senators voted to support the bill. House Bill 479 appropriates $2.5 million to the Department of Justice every year in the biennium to provide money to Lake County to offset costs for law enforcement activities on the Confederated Salish and Kootenai Tribes Reservation. It would take effect in July. Since 1963, per an agreement between the state and the tribes, Lake County law enforcement has collaborated with the tribes under the law. But Lake County has said for years that it has not been reimbursed by the state for assuming this job. County Commissioner Gail Decker said in a committee hearing last week that funding Public Law 280 is, quote, the largest single expenditure in the Lake County budget. If the legislature does not approve a reimbursement deal and Lake County officially withdraws from the agreement this spring, the state could then have to assume criminal jurisdiction over the Flathead Reservation. To do so, the state would likely need to provide a police force, detention center, and court facilities, among other things. Senator Greg Hertz, the Republican from Polson, estimated those startup costs would cost the state more than $200 million. According to the sponsor, the Montana Senate on Monday voted to gut his bill. The amended version of House Bill 359 from Columbia Falls Republican Representative Braxton Mitchell removes all references to drag, but clarifies in law that adult-oriented performances cannot be done in schools, places that receive state funding, or on public property where children are present. Senator Chris Friedel, the Republican from Billings, offered an amendment on the Senate floor Monday evening It was adopted 23 to 19. Quote, I can tell you right now that if the bill as it is currently written, even the most conservative judge will strike it down as unconstitutional. Friedel told the chamber, the reason I bring this amendment today is to make sure we get this across the aisle. We get this in front of the governor. He signs it. It goes to court and then can be defended by the Attorney General's office. Fordell said the amended version now reflects the version of the bill passed in North Dakota, which was also a weakened version of the original measure. The bill passed second reading 34-16 to 16 after it was amended to include the new language. Should the bill pass its third reading in the Senate, it would head back to the House for consideration of the amendments. If the House votes not to adopt the Senate amendments, the two chambers would each appoint three members to a conference committee to try to come up with a version which both chambers would then have to approve. Nearly 300 Tyrannosaurus Rex bones that were dug up from three sites in the United States, including Montana, and assembled into a single skeleton sold Tuesday at an auction in Switzerland for $5.3 million. That was below the expected price. The T-Rex skeleton is 38 feet long and 12 and a half feet tall. Promoters said the composite T-Rex Dubbed Trinity, was built from specimens retrieved from three sites in the Hell Creek and Lance Creek formations of Montana and Wyoming between 2000 and 2013. A bill that sponsors say brings accountability and transparency to the Indian Education for All Act has cleared the state Senate. The bill passed with wide margins, earning 46 yes votes in the second reading, and 47 in the third reading from the 50-member chamber. Enacted by the legislature in 1999, Indian education for all requires recognition of Native American culture and a commitment from the state's educational leaders to preserve indigenous culture and heritage. Tribes in Montana and parents of 18 students filed a lawsuit in 2001, alleging that education leaders had failed to teach the culture and heritage of Native Americans and therefore violated the state constitution. The lawsuit also claims that schools have used funds for things that do not relate to indigenous education, including an elementary school in Helena that appeared to purchase a book on marmots with the funding. House Bill 338, brought by Representative Jonathan Windy Boy, the Democrat from Box Elder, brings transparency and accountability to the IEFA, according to sponsors, by establishing new requirements for both instruction and reporting. The bill requires school districts to provide IEFA, whereas previously Montanans were encouraged to learn about Native culture and heritage. The bill also requires stricter reporting. Previously, public school districts were only asked to file a report with the Office of Public Instruction on a form dictated by the Superintendent of Public Instruction. HB 338 states the report must now include expenses, as well as detailed description of the instruction provided and descriptions of how the instruction was developed with the cooperation of Native American tribes. The bill stipulates that if a district fails to file the annual report, it will be ineligible to receive any state funding until the report is filed. A right-to-know bill that was rejected two weeks ago is now supported by the Montana State House. Senate Bill 232, sponsored by Senator Janet Ellis, the Democrat from Helena, requires deadlines for state agencies to return public information requests. It cleared the Senate 50 to nothing in March, but was tabled by the House State Administration Committee a month later. SB 232 would require a turnaround of five days to acknowledge the request, another five days for simple single-page requests, 90 days for a more complicated request, and another 90 days if the agency determines the original window of time, quote, is not feasible. Fourteen members of the committee flipped from a 17-to-1 vote to table the bill on April 4th to a 15-to-3 vote to advance it. The House on Monday gave SB 232 initial approval 97-to-2. The bill requires one more vote in the House to pass the legislature. A bill to require marijuana cultivators to install air filtration systems at their facilities has died, 15 favor and 35 against in the state Senate. Representative Jedediah Hinkle, the Belgrade Republican who sponsored House Bill 304, was among several lawmakers from the Gallatin County area, who said the smell of the burgeoning marijuana industry has raised the ire of residents living nearby. The House passed Hinkle's bill, 81 to 17, in February. In the Senate, however, others overreach that could lead to restriction on other, smellier endeavors. Quote, this is the beginning of trying to regulate our ranchers and they're going to have to put air filtration systems on their cows. That's according to Senator Barry Usher, a Yellowstone County Republican. A stretch of U.S. Highway 89 that runs through the Blackfeet Reservation will now be officially known as the Chief Earl Person Memorial Highway. Governor Greg Gianforte on Tuesday signed Senate Bill 120 brought by Senator Susan Webber into law, the ceremony was held in secret. It was closed to the press and public. Webber said in several hearings that she had been asked by the 17,000 members of the Blackfeet Nation to bring the bill. The bill directs the Department of Transportation to install two signs on the reservation, one where U.S. Highway 89 intersects with U.S. Highway 2, And one where Highway 89 intersects with Border Road. It also directs DOT to include the Memorial Highway on the next publication of the state map. The project is expected to cost $4,437. When the bill reached the Senate, Senator Teresa Manzella, the Republican from Hamilton, objected to the price tag. The legislative session was in the process of deciding how to spend and save an estimated $2.4 billion surplus at the time. If you need to hear this report again, please check the podcast on our Treasure State Radio or KGRTDB webpages. Made in Montana News is podcast worldwide, with listeners in now 50 U.S. states and Canadian provinces, three Native American nations in 31 countries on six continents, We also post expanded versions of our stories on Facebook. Made in Montana news is heard on the Treasure State Radio Network, including KMEH, 100.1 FM in Helena, Elkhorn Mountains Radio in Jefferson County, Homegrown Radio in Bozeman, King West Radio in Billings, ResCast Radio on the Fort Peck Reservation, PIVA Radio of the Northern Cheyenne Nation, and Crow Res Radio of the Crow Nation. That's Made in Montana News. I'm Jay Scott. This is the Treasure State Radio Network.